Hashtag Burst TV week 146. No one's coming. No one. No one's coming to push you. No one's coming to tell you to turn the TV off. No one's coming to tell you to get out the door and exercise. Nobody's coming to tell you to apply for that job that you've always dreamt about. Nobody's coming to write the business plan for you. It's up to you. I will say, one, the guy who posted it, um, Brent Andre, he has an amazing story. And he was diagnosed with some uh, life-threatening disease and he, he actually needed a very serious, very difficult transplant. And he was able to get it and he is healing. And it, it, it's just an amazingly beautiful story. And it inspires me as well. And that as far as the, the background speech music as well. It reminded me when Oprah said a number of years ago, and this meant a lot to me, she said, you are responsible for your life. If you are waiting for someone to save you, to fix you, or even help you, you are wasting your time. And that reminded me of the fact that I before I actually saw that quote by Oprah, I was one of those guys who was waiting for a man to, to save me. And I, I, I would joke about the song, um, don't save her, she don't wanna be saved by a hum. I, 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 don't, I think that was Swiss Beats or somebody. And afterwards, but I, I realized in retrospect that, that I was looking for someone to save me. I used to think that I could find someone else with a struggle, just like I struggle with the whole MS thing and find somebody else with a struggle. And we both help pick each other up and fix each other and make each other better. But at the end of the day, that's looking for someone else to fix me, to help me, to save me. And that's, that's not where it is. You have to do it for yourself. And I, you know, that kind of goes back to that old, um, what we talked about a couple of weeks ago on the fact that I had to learn that two broken people can't fix each other and make things better. They have to work together. Oh, wow, okay. Yep, okay, Chrissy Marie. Well, uh, you definitely have to show up for yourself first because it is true no one is coming <laughs> you gotta you gotta show up for yourself no one's gonna tell you hey uh plant your feet on the floor after the alarm goes off 
you know, get up and get your day started. Make, you know, all, all that stuff she was talking about. Uh, no one's going to create a business plan for you or uh, nobody's going to uh, encourage you to not procrastinate when you are. Um, if, if you're, like, fighting any type of, um, what, like, people who uh, have any type of uh, faith-based type conscious uh, is uh, if you if you're dealing with some type of stronghold, in other words, or addiction, no one's no one's going to um, nudge you in the right direction. People people might um, who love you might say some you know might say something, but um, you have to show up and do the work. You have to show up for yourself and do the work. You know, same thing with fitness goals and everything. And that's a, um, def definitely an encouraging story um, for somebody to make a comeback after needing um, a transplant, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. it's really easy to just lay down and give up. So easy. And you know what? It, it, I don't know if it's easy because I, I think even that's difficult to live with, but it requires... Hmm. It re I'll be quiet and let you finish. Well, it does require some type of... Um more than just uh, faith, you know, you have to get up and do something. You can't just, you know, sit around and have a pity party. You know, I know I, I've struggled with depression for um, a, a, most of my life. So there's some days, and we were talking about this the last time um, we talked to each other, that... Uh, some days I wake up and I'm just, I'm just sad. I'm just, I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to, I don't understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And, um, but the only, the only thing that really like will push me out of that and to keep me from laying in the bed all day is, um, looking around at, you know, what do I have to be sad for? Looking, I'm looking around at my environment. You know, I have everything I need. And everything that belongs to me is mine. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. As a, as a single person, though, as a single woman, uh, that can be a little bit uh, of something that uh, I would, I could focus on as, um, as far as like, um, if I wanted to just pay attention to lack of any kind, but, um, really I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay without anything that I don't need, so to speak. All right now. You know, well, but, um. I like how I like how 
the, the footage and what was said behind the footage, um, that, that process, um, started from, and, you know, from beginning to end, how, um, you know, he showed his progress and that he showed that he showed up for himself every day. Oh, I like that. Yes, yeah. showed up for himself every day. So for me, the way that I would answer this question as a homosexual man, have you ever been with a person of the opposite gender? Yes. Um, there was this, it's such an interesting story. There's the woman that I always say is the woman I would have married if I was a heterosexual man. One, there's her, but we never did anything. We never did anything. Now, the other woman is a woman who I was like, you know what? I can do the bisexual thing because I, I, I had a lot going on in my mind as far as church at that time. And it was like, a man needs to be with a woman. The woman has helped me for a man. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I can do the bisexual thing. And I put out a profile saying I'm bisexual and interested in somebody who's cool with that. And a bisexual woman actually messaged me and she's like, I'm down for it because I'm a bisexual woman. Now, she is a, a woman and we did romantically kiss and I used to jokingly say, I kissed a girl, it was okay. And I, I, I feel that that's kind of disrespectful though, to be like, oh, well, it was just okay. But that's what I, we engaged like that and we were cool. Now I will say this, I was in my twenties, she was in her twenties and she had a baby. And one that had me a little, I was in my mid twenties. She was in her, I think early twenties. And um, honestly, I was a little uncomfortable with the fact that she had a baby and I, I was like, I don't know. And this is how people think. And when I think back to my mom briefly dating in my youth, and I, I think about the man that made it all the way through to coming home to meeting me. And then he, they, they broke up or something. And, and I remember how I felt. As a kid, I was like, well, what happened to him? You know, he was so nice. You know, I, I thought he was going to be around. And my mom sort of stopped dating, I think, after him, perhaps because of that reason. And now it's not like I went to my mom and I was like, what happened? To but in my mind, I, I did wonder. So I didn't want to connect with her because she had a child and I was like, if things don't work out, I would feel really horrible for leaving this innocent child. That's where I was on that. And also I, I felt a little uncomfortable 
because she was like, oh yeah, by the way, my child's father hates same gender loving men. He hates men who have an attraction to other men, whatever level they're on. And I was like, she said, but, but you're cool. I'll make sure you're cool. And I was like, that just, it, it just feels awkward. I still remember her name and I still remember we communicated again in my thirties actually about potentially doing the whole blended families thing. And um, it didn't come to fruition. At the time I was dating the guy that I, at that time thought I was going to marry. And I was like, yeah, you know, th that'll be cool. I'll have my husband, you can have your wife and we'll make it all work. But, eh, you know, it, it, it didn't. Anyway, that that's me. And I think that's my time. And last card is uh, did you have anything else to say, Chrissy Marie? Yeah, I was just gonna like kind of add on to what I said. Like, I, I'm not opposed to those things as long as a, you know the person is honest. You know, and then of course the whole um, status thing. Um, as long as they are, they don't have HIV or anything. You know, and that goes with anyone I date, um, any man I date. Um, because there's lots of uh, straight men out here that look healthy. Yeah. But they're not. They're just out here just slanging it around to everybody. <laughs> so as long as they're um, as they uh, they know their status and they're honest and they're honest. Right. You know. Um. You know that. May afford you a chance. And you, you know what? Since uh, we don't have a third person right now, I'll quickly inject or inter not interject, inject, put this in and say HIV is not the death sentence that it once was. And I actually. I, I I dated somebody who was open about his um, HIV status and he taught me the, the term serodiscordant, I think is the term when one person is HIV positive and the other is HIV negative. And um, he, he was wonderful. You know, he's somebody who I off and on dated since my mid twenties anyway. And I did a personal YouTube video talking about all of that. Anyway, all right. Are we ready for the last card? Yes. If self-love was a muscle, how would you work it out daily? Self-love was a muscle? Meditate. <laughs> I would meditate. It's something I do anyway, but um, meditation, take an hour to yourself, mm -hmm. 
needed to yes and meditate and balance yourself mentally emotionally spiritually I love it that's my answer absolutely and you know what I will uh, take from the or borrow share it share that answer and that I, I will say I, I love that idea and if it was a muscle I would do stuff like that and incorporate that into my daily routine and also incorporating creative things because creative stuff does bring me happiness creating things brings me happiness and i still remember and and this is serious when i was a kid i i remember i, I was in some class and ooh, we were creating something you know like little kid projects and i was like I didn't say it to anybody, but I just felt something come over me that I love creating things. Like that is my thing. I, I love to be creative and create stuff. And working with hashtag verse TV is, you know, get to create stuff every single week. And also I've been thinking about uh, going back into the studio upon uh, as my physical health improves more and more and recording my third EP. And well, I definitely encourage that. Thank you, thank you. Get back to my hollering in the studio. <laughs> yeah, you know. And because I, I, I love creating things. I, I, I love that. And create, creating things is the muscle, yes that I can work out daily to help along my self-love. It's a beautiful thing. All right, are we ready to close up, uh, huh? I said great answer. Thank you, Chrissy Marie, you too. All right, so this has been the Homos Talk Show, week 146. And Chrissy Marie introduced, oh, and we had special guest, Corey the Cloud. You can find him on social media at Corey, C-O-R-Y, the Cloud. And Chrissy Marie. Um. I'm Christy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. You can find me on Instagram at Christy Marie, um, just the way it's spelled right there, and on Facebook at Christine Shields. Excellent. All right. And in closing, I'm Aaron Mack, and you can find Verse TV at hashtag V E R S T E A V. Double or www.versetv.com. We have a website. Yay. And at B E R S T E A V. Talk to y'all later, social media world, social media family.
peace and stay blessed. All right. Hello, social media family. Welcome to Hashtag Verse TV Week 146. I'm Aaron Mack, and I am here with my very good friend, sensational singer, songwriter, and true Hashtag Verse TV. Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Aaron Mack. My name is Corey the Cloud. Hashtag Burst TV. Week 146.